Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever episode of the Overtime Central Podcast. I'm your host, David Dolgan, and I am tuned in with a special guest, host of the Crunch Time Podcast, B.B. Raffleson. How are you doing, B.B.? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, B.B. I'm excited to get this season underway with the Overtime Central Podcast. Uh, On my podcast, we'll be talking many different types of sports, including NFL, NBA, MLB, UFC, NHL, soccer, whatever is big in sports news. Uh, so first, we're going to start talking about Odell Beckham Jr. He and his agent wanted a long-term contract with the New York Giants. He still is on a contract, but they want him to get paid more than he is currently. And they went to uh, with the Giants to talk about it, and they came back with no contract yet. So, BB, what are your thoughts on this issue? All right, so I, re- I really don't object to the idea that he, he maybe deserves to be the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, he's 25 years old. In 47 career games, he's had... Uh, over 4,400 yards. So he's obviously incredibly talented. He's young. He has a future. All that. So then, so then this really boils down to uh, what the Giants' uh, plan is for the future. They just drafted Saquon Barkley with the second pick. I mean, I, do you really draft a stud running back if you're trying to build around your stud wide receiver? I don't know. They don't have a quarterback for him. Eli Manning's falling off more and more every year. So... If, if they're really trying to make Odell Beckham a, a vocal point in the offense going forward, then I think he's totally worth the money. However, if they're trying to build around Saquon Barkley and, and they just want the O-line or a really good defense to try and build a championship team, then I, I don't think that they should pay him that money if he's not going to be a vocal point in the offense. Here's my thing. Odell Beckham Jr. obviously will be a vocal point in the offense, and everybody, most teams have a wide receiver that's huge in their offense. However, to me... I think that the uh, wide receiver position in general is just overrated. I don't think it's as important as a quarterback. It's not as important as your offensive line, your defensive line. It's not as important as your secondary or your linebackers. I think a quarterback sometimes makes a wide receiver. In this case, Odell is clearly uh, more talented than his quarterback. I think we could all agree that Odell Beckham Jr. is more talented than Eli Manning at the respective positions. I just think the position does not have as big of an impact. However... In today's NFL, wide receivers are getting way more money than they should. Here are different wide receivers that are getting paid more than Odell. We got Antonio Brown, which that makes sense. Antonio Brown, I think, is far and away the best receiver in the NFL. He's getting paid $17 million annually. Mike Evans is getting paid $16.5 million annually. We got Brandon Cooks at 16.2, along with Sammy Watkins. Jarvis Landry is being paid 15.1, Devontae Adams at 14.5, and and Stephon Diggs at 14.4. I mean, all these receivers are guys that most people would say Odell Beckham, that pretty much all these guys, maybe except Antonio Brown, or some people would say Mike Evans. I think Odell Beckham is clearly more talented than pretty much all those guys on that list. What are your thoughts on this, BB, the fact that there are many receivers that Odell clearly is more valuable than and has more talent than, but they're getting paid more than him. Right, so I think uh, given that, I, I mean, I, I'd say that Odell deserves the money. Maybe, and maybe you're right, that wide receivers are overpaid, but I think that considering how much each of these other guys are paid, Odell should be, I, I, I don't think it's unreasonable for Odell to think he should be paid accordingly, given his talent. Yeah, obviously. Like, one thing about the NFL and many different NFL players are they are jealous of other players' contracts that play the same position as them that are getting paid more than they are, even though, like, an example here, Odell is is pretty upset. He and his agent are upset that Sammy Watkins 
is getting paid $16.2 million, and Odell does not have a contract nearly that much. Odell's getting paid $8.5 million annually in 2018, and he wants double that at about $16.2 million, which Sammy Watkins is earning. And Odell and his uh, agent both think there's no way that Sammy Watkins is worth that much. My stance on this is that is very true, that all these receivers are not worth as much as Odell Beckham. However, I don't know. If I'm the Giants, I don't know if I want to pay my receiver that much money. So what do you think on this, BB, that Odell? Yeah. Well, well, teams, it, it depends on the priorities of teams. I mean, the, all these other wide receivers are getting paid more than the Giants are willing to pay, I'm assuming, but th- they're also different teams. They're not getting paid by the Giants. So I think that, I think that certain teams uh, put more value on wide receivers than others. And I'm going to object to a point you had earlier. You said the wide receivers you don't think are that, are that valuable to teams, or, and it's overrated their value. I'd have to disagree. Being a Bears fan, as you guys will sure know, uh, Mitch Trubisky in his rookie year last year had nobody to throw to whatsoever. He had no targets. A quarterback needs targets to be great. I mean, Tom I, Brady. Well, he has Ro- what? Rob Gronkowski doesn't count. Julian Rob Edelman, Gron- Danny Amendola, well, Rob Gron- Randy Moss. Rob Gronkowski was not with the Patriots in uh, their whole playoff run in the last in uh, in twenty sixteen when Tom Brady won on that miracle playoff run. He didn't have Gronkowski the whole playoffs. I mean, right, I, he I, had targets. He had targets. He had tar- I mean, he had Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman. But part of that is because those, those guys, guys really good hands. Here's the thing, though: those guys weren't doing much on the teams before when they then they came to Absolutely. New England. And Tom Brady, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, he turned he turned that around and made these receivers, these guys that everyone knows because they go on, they go in the playoffs. Tom Brady makes them great and wins Super Bowls. I mean, there are other. Quarterbacks that have elite receivers. You look at Ben Roethlisberger. You look at the Steelers' offense. I think we could all agree that besides the quarterback position, the Steelers' offense personnel is clearly far and away better than the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, you got a great offensive line with guys like Villanueva, David DeCastro. That offensive line and that receiving core and running back is great. But you look at the quarterback position with Ben Roethlisberger, what is he able to do with that? Tom Brady, we could all agree, is better than Ben Roethlisberger. I think we all I mean, know that. Yeah, that, that, that's a moot point. It, it, it just shows to me how quarterbacks are so much more important than a wide receiver I'm, No, I'm not objecting to that. I, yeah. I agree quarterbacks are much more important than wide receivers. What I'm saying is a quarterback has to have guys that can fundamentally catch. A great quarterback can make a, a good wide receiver great. Okay? And a, and but he needs receivers that can catch to begin with. My view on this is there are guys in the NFL like Antonio Brown. Do you know what round he was drafted in? He was drafted in the sixth round. I think the thing about receivers, I am not a fan of getting being sold on one receiver because receivers, you could find a great receiver anywhere. It's well, the you can quarter- find a great – do you know what round Tom Brady was drafted? Okay, that's a good point. But look, let's look at other, other quarterbacks. Pretty much every quarterback that was great was drafted in the first round. Aaron Rodgers. Peyton Manning, you got John Elway, Dan Marino, you got all these all these legend quarterbacks were drafted in the first round. Quarterbacks are positions that are. I mean, Tom Brady. We could all. I think we could all agree that's never going to happen again. That was a absolute miracle. No, that I a think guy it from will. the sixth well, round. No, I. It was, I think you can find great talent late rounds at any position. Not at a. It's. it's I, I don't. I think Tom Brady was just one. No, thing. Tom Brady's one of a kind. I'm not going to deny that. But I'm just saying you can find great talent at any position. Late in yeah, but I, I'm just saying about the. I think the receiver position is not nearly as valuable as many other positions in football. But let's get back to the Odell contract. If you're the Giants, do you listen to Odell at the risk of you may lose him if you don't pay him this much money, or do you think I want to save my money and put keep money 
and use it on more important players like defensive players or Saquon Barkley or, or a quarterback for the future? What do you think on this issue? Okay. So, again, it goes back to what are the Giants trying to do? Are they trying to run their whole team through Saquon Barkley? I think we can all agree that this year the Giants aren't going to be great. Are they going to spend a first-round pick on a quarterback next year? We don't know. What, what, are, what are they trying to do with the quarterback position? Do they think that Eli Manning still has a lot in him? I, I don't think so. I don't know if they do, but he's given them two Super Bowls so when, when they thought he was not out. So I think it goes back to what they're trying to do. Do I think he deserves the money? Yes. And do I think that some other team will give him the money if the Giants won't? Yes. So, I mean, at this point, you're the Giants. Are you trying to run your off? Are you trying to use Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, to, to the max? Are you trying to use him the way that he should be used, given his talent? Yeah, one thing One thing about this whole thing, I, I think personally, the Giants just should not have drafted Saquon Barkley in the first place. Oh. I really like Saquon Barkley, but you don't build your offense around a running back. You have to get your quarterback first, and this is why. Running backs, they come and they get drafted, and they're good right away. But but running backs, the amount of wear and tear that you have at that position, most running backs are done after like six to ten years. It's over. Like Barry Sanders was one of the best running backs in NFL history. He retired after 10 years. Okay, Tom Brady is in he Tom Brady is in his he's going to be in his 19th year this year. I'm sorry, his 20th or yeah, his 19th year. Tom Brady will be entering his 19th year and he's still on top of the league. Like my position is uh running backs the thing about running building around a running back is by the time if you build, get a running back, by the time you have your quarterback, your offensive line, your defensive line, your secondary, you, everything you around your running back. to gel, gel together. Yes, exactly. The running back's going to be done because that, that takes about four or five years. You, you can't build around a running back because the Giants, they don't have a quarterback. Their offensive line's not great. I mean, they're starting to get a defense, but you saw last year it didn't do much. I just think drafting Saquon Barkley, the two in a in a place where Sam Darnold was available. They had Josh Rosen on the board. People like Josh Allen a lot. I just don't think Saquon Barkley was worth the pick, or they should have traded down and gotten more picks or more players. I just was not a fan of Saquon Barkley at the number two overall pick. Right, me, me neither. And I think I think that I you can, you can build a team around a running back, but you have to have very good pieces in place already. They, they can't start from scratch with the running back. They have to, they have to get, they get their guys, give them a couple years, and then take the big running back or sign the big running back. But I, I agree with your point that Saquon Barkley is only going to last a, a number of years. I mean, running backs generally only last a, a few years. And if you look at Super Bowl winning teams, they usually don't have the best running back in the league. They usually have the best quarterback in the league or the best defense in the league. So I agree that the running back position isn't that indeed, and I think that there was way better talent that they could have taken at number two, or they could have traded down. I agree with you. And I think Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, they're going to regret not taking guys like that. Yeah, I agree. Josh Rosen, when he was picked number 10 overall, he said in, in, uh, in the press conference, I think we all know, he said, there were, nine, there were nine mistakes made ahead of me. And everyone thought he looked cocky, he looked arrogant, he had an ego, but... Look, listen. There, every core, every great quarterback has an ego. Tom Brady, all, all these great guys, they all have an ego because they know they're going to be great. They know they're going to be special. And they know there were mistakes made ahead of them. I think Josh Rosen was the best quarterback in this draft, and every team that passed on him that needed a quarterback is going to regret that. Except maybe the New York Jets, because I like Sam Darnold a lot too. But um, we go back and we look at this Odell thing. 
I, I think the Giants, one thing they don't like also is Odell, you, you have a problem with them. I mean, Odell's got those off-the-field issues sure. that you don't want with a receiver. He had the problem the, the week before, the weekend before a playoff game. He's in Miami with his friends on a boat, and you saw what happened the next week. He had like three drops in that game, I think it was, and the Packers cruised over the Giants in the playoffs. People, people were saying the Giants could have won the Super Bowl that year, and Odell had a terrible game, and part of that was resulting in a Giants loss. And I just think Odell, he has the problems with the kicking net, peeing in the back of the end zone. I mean, honestly, these are problems that the Giants are saying, I don't want to pay you this much. And honestly, I don't fault them for it. I, I agree. So that so that's the argument that the Giants can make. Sammy Watkins doesn't have these off the field issues. Sammy Jacks is um, Sammy Watkins is not a problem in in, in the uh, locker room. However, Sammy Watkins does have plenty of injuries to go around. And I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. We saw this year he was hurt, but uh, really, I, I I still think he's probably the best up and coming, most talented wide receiver in the league. And I agree. Right now, Antonio Brown's better than him. Uh, you can maybe argue DeAndre Hopkins or Mike Evans, but I really think that he, he, he's worth the money, and I, I think that hopefully he can mature over time. He can, he can mature as he gets older, and I think you can, he can be good up until he's 30, 31, 32 even. Yeah, the thing, Odell Beckham, is he's tremendous talent. We all know that. His hands, you could argue, are better than anyone in professional football. Odell Beckham, clearly, he's young. He came into the league in 2014, and ever since then, he's just made a huge uh, a huge splash for the New York Giants. I mean, the only thing is, I, I think what the Giants may be thinking is that they don't. They just don't want to pay a receiver this much. It might just not be worth it for their team. They want to build around other pieces, their offensive line. They want to get a quarterback. They want to get a defense. Right. And that's just one thing that I think the Giants aren't at fault for. That's personally me. I just don't think a receiver's worth that much money. And all these other teams are making mistakes paying the receivers this much. And and, it, and it's not like the Giants aren't going to have receivers if they let go of Odell. I mean, I th- I think we can all agree Sterling Shepard is an incredible talent. He's young and up and coming. So I think I think they'll have targets, but. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this a third time. Are you going to get a quarterback? What are you gonna do with that situation? Because if you're gonna get a quarterback uh, in this next year's draft, then I mean at that point just just sign Odell if you need him. But if you're not gonna get a quarterback, if your plan isn't to get a quarterback and ride a mediocre quarterback like I don't know Nick Foles, which I mean you you can get a Super Bowl out of a mediocre quarterback if the supporting cast is good enough. But uh, you you got to figure out what you're doing with that situation. Yeah, it's just this whole Odell thing. It's a pretty confusing situation. Now let's move on to the NBA. Carmelo Anthony, what do you think? Him and the Houston Rockets, do you think that's a good fit or do you not, baby? Um, I, I do think that's a good fit. And I think that Carmelo Anthony has gotten a lot of unwarranted negative attention. And listen, I understand the guy is, is not the most efficient player out there and and he he takes bad shots and but but the the fact of the matter is the players respect him the players on the team respect him and he he can score the ball he can still play basketball he's not a bad basketball player now what you have to do is you have to figure out a way to get him to accept a role maybe coming off the bench he needs to accept a role that's best for the team because there's only one basketball and you have James Harden on your team who we could argue is the best scorer in the NBA right now besides Kevin Durant maybe but uh, you 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 got to know what you're doing there, and um, I I think it could work, but Carmelo Anthony's gonna have to uh, humble down a little bit. I think one thing about this whole Melo situation, 
you look at the chemistry, he really bonds with guys like Chris Paul right. and James Harden. We all know that they get along together. I just don't think Carmelo Anthony's skill set fits this team as well. It would fit like the Lakers or something. We all know he wanted to come to Houston. He, there were reports he was going there last year. But the thing with Carmelo Anthony... This Houston team is all about catch-and-shoot threes, and we've seen it before uh, when D'Antoni was back with Melo earlier. Melo ran him out of town. D'Antoni is known for changing everyone's behavior and changing the way everyone plays in a very positive way, and it didn't even work with Melo. Melo ran him right out of town. Melo obviously is very talented, but he doesn't fit this catch-and-shoot offense. He's refused to play like that, and we saw how it's been working these last few years in the NBA. It just hasn't been working. I just don't see Houston as a great fit for Melo because he doesn't fit this offense as well as some people may think. Right. Melo wants to be the number one guy. And I think if you're able to get him to take on a role that it, that it is not that, and I, I think with his basketball skill, he can actually be a, a useful player and he can actually help this team rather than hurt them. And everyone's saying that the Rockets are going to be worse off with him. I don't see that. I think I think he's a, he's a guy who can get a solid uh, maybe 15 points per game if he's playing well, and I think off the bench, that, that can't hurt you. And I, I think with D'Antoni's offense, I mean, at least it's an offensive team. I mean, Melo's never been much of a defender. At least it's an offensive uh, strategy, an offensive game plan. So he'll thrive in that way, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I, I, I think the whole thing with Houston, I do not think they've had a great offseason because you look at guys they lost, they lost – Luke Mbamute and Trevor Ariza, who are two great wing defenders. I mean, Houston had some very good defenders on their team. Obviously, it's more of an offensive-minded team, but they still had guys that were able to contain other players like uh, Luke Mbamute and Trevor Ariza. Now they're both gone, and they don't really have a wing defender. And you bring in Carmelo Anthony, he's really not a great defender whatsoever. He doesn't play defense. He's great. He's better on offense than those guys. I think we could all we all know that. But I just don't see. Uh, Carmelo Anthony benefiting this team that much is, except for being a good scoring option, but they already have James Harden for that. Right. They, I, I agree that they they lost their defense, but I think they wanted to try something new. You know, it, they just weren't good enough to beat the Warriors, and maybe it was because they didn't have Chris Paul. But I think they wanted to try something new. They wanted a few more points on the board, and I, I think that it, it's it's really going to hurt them not having that big wing defender. But I still think that Clint Capella and Chris Paul are two of the most elite defenders in the league. They're great defenders, each of them. And I think their defense, it's not going to be great, but D'Antoni's defenses are never great. They're known for their offense. And I think Carmelo Anthony thrives on an offensive-minded team. That's true. That's a good point. Let's go back to the NFL. Let's make our predictions for this season. We're going to go through. Each of us are going to go division by division, say who we think is going to win the division. We're going to talk about the best players this year in football. We're going to look at playoff success. It's going to be a fun NFL season like it always is. Preseason's coming up. Let's go through who is. do you think, BB, how do you think the AFC North will pan out? All right, the AFC North, I, I'm going to go first and talk about my AFC North predictions. I think that the winner of this division will be the Pittsburgh Steelers. We've, we've seen for many years they're, great off, they're a great team, especially in the regular season. they got weapons all over on offense, and I think they'll go again and win the division once again at 11-5 or 12-4, somewhere in there. I think that Baltimore will come in second. They could indeed make the playoffs. We'll see how the whole conference pans out, but I, I, I've always liked Baltimore. I like Harbaugh. I like their D. 
Um, then I think at the bottom of the division will be Cleveland and Cincinnati. Both I am not a fan of either team. I don't like what either team's doing. Don't like the coaching of either one. I think that uh, uh, Marvin Lewis needs to go out in uh, Cincinnati, and I think that Cincinnati needs to start the rebuild in Cleveland. They improved a tiny bit, but they still have one win in the last two years. They didn't win one game last year. I am just not a fan of the Cleveland Browns. BB, what are your picks on this division? All right, I think this, yet again, for another year, is going to be a boring division. I mean, I, I pretty much agree with your opinions. I think that the Browns will get third, Bengals will get fourth, but I'm going to have to switch your one and two because I think that the um, Baltimore Ravens, with their, with their defense, I think they have one of, the, one of the better defenses in the NFL. I'd say top ten. They have a really good defense. I think they can get past. And the Steelers do not have much of a defense at all. They have offensive playmakers, but where's the defense? They don't have much of a defense. And I think I think a really good defense versus a really good offense, the really good defense is always going to win. So I think the Ravens are going to get first in this division. All right, that's a good point, B. But let's move on to the AFC South. We're going to look at the teams in the South. We got Jacksonville, who had a great year last year, made it all the way to the AFC Championship. We got the Houston Texans, who are coming in. Everyone's going to be healthy. We got JJ Watt in that uh, on that team. Deshaun Watson's coming back. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to go with the Indianapolis Colts, who have their quarterback bag with uh, Andrew Luck. They got Quentin Nelson in the draft. They look pretty good. And then the Tennessee Titans, who some people are saying they could win the division too. So my picks for this division, I'm going to go in first place with the easiest schedule in this division. I'm going to say the Houston Texans win the division at uh, uh, 11-5. and five. I think Houston Texans have... They have a last-place schedule in this division, which gives them much easier competition. Houston is going to be playing pretty easy teams. They got Deshaun Watson back. They were 4-2 in the games he started. DeAndre Hopkins was a monster with him. And on the defensive side, J.J. Watt is back. was the by far the best defensive player in football from 2012 to 2015. I think when he's healthy, he's the best defensive player in the NFL. We got uh, Jadavion Clowney, who's just coming off a great year last two years he's been great and then Whitney Merciless is an underrated defender with the Houston Texans BB uh who do you think is going to win the division uh I'm I'm probably gonna have to go with the Texans I mean you said worst we're uh easiest schedule in the NFL and I I think they're going to be really good at defense is amazing and I'm riding the hype train because their their offense is going to be good they have DeAndre Hopkins who I'm just loving DeAndre Hopkins I he, he was good with and without Deshaun Watson last year and I think even with Deshaun Watson, hopefully healthy for their sake, um, if, if he has a healthy year, I think that they can be a real threat in the AFC. Yeah, I think that the, the Houston Texans could potentially win that division, maybe make it all the way to the AFC Championship. Uh, in second place, I'm going to say it's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they are going to take a bit of a step down because last year they caught big breaks. Everyone was healthy. Their defense obviously still great, but... Everything that could have went right for Jacksonville last year went right, and I think Jacksonville is is still going to be great. Obviously, we saw with their defense. I think they'll come in second at about nine and seven, ten and six. They'll probably make the playoffs. But with Blake Bortles, they don't have a quarterback. I don't love their offense. Leonard Fournette's great, but it all comes down to their quarterback, and it's Blake Bortles. I just don't trust him winning the division two years in a row with a lot of up and coming teams. And you got to play. They they have to play healthy Deshaun Watson twice, which they didn't do once last year. And they got to play Andrew Luck twice. They got to play Tennessee. So they have a tough schedule. It's a first place schedule. They got to play Brady. They got to play the Steelers. They got to play all these other teams. I just don't see Jacksonville winning that division two years in a row. I think that I agree that Jacksonville is going to get second in this division. However, I'm going to say that it's going to be a close second, and I think that the Colts are going to trail right behind them because Andrew Luck has proven time and time again that when he's healthy, he can lead this Colts team. 
He's led them to 11-5 and five records, and he has never had much of a team around him. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's a good target, but besides that, he's, he doesn't really have much. But I think he's a great quarterback, and he's, he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL over the next uh, decade. Uh, so I, I, I really think that the Colts are going to be solid, maybe an 8-8 eight and eight record, but uh, Titans are coming in last. I don't see them taking big steps forward each year. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Tennessee Titans either. I agree that the Colts will come third at about 9-7, and 8-8. Eight and eight. Maybe they'll be even better than that. Their offensive line was an absolute problem about two years ago, but they just got Quentin Nelson, who was the best guard easily in this draft. They got their guards figured out. They got their center. Andrew Luck is going to have some protection. He's finally back and healthy, and he was off for a whole year. He recovered. He's got rest if he's healthy this year the Colts could do some damage they could potentially win this division I just don't think there's enough talent for them to do it uh and then we got the Titans coming in last Mariota he threw more picks than uh more picks and touchdowns last year which is a terrible stat to have he'll probably come and have a better year I just don't see Tennessee winning against all these tough teams and, the, right. and remember they and made the playoffs division. last year they have a second place schedule they're still playing other tough teams like the Ravens they're playing everyone in that division I just don't see Tennessee I, I think they're going to come in last but they'll still be pretty solid now let's move on to the AFC West we got the um, Los Angeles Chargers with Phillip Rivers great defense Melvin Gordon Keenan Allen uh, we got the uh, Denver Broncos who just got Bradley Chubb in the draft they got Von Miller uh, again one of the best defenses in football we got the uh, the Oakland Raiders with uh, John Gruden now at head coach. They look real interesting. You got Derek Carr there. You got Khalil Mack, Mark Cooper. And then we have uh, the Kansas City Chiefs who just recently won that division and made it to the playoffs with uh, all their weapons around them. Uh, so with Mahomes as a rookie quarter, or well, he was a rookie last year. This will be his first year really starting in that uh, Chiefs offense with Andy Reid. How do you think this division will pan out, B.B.? All right, so I'm I've, I've, I'm buying this Chargers hype train. I think the Chargers are going to be really good this year. Melvin Gordon always proves he's a top running back in the NFL. And then you've got Phillip Rivers at quarterback. He is one of the best quarterbacks to not win a ring in history at this point. And I, I think they're going to be really good. And then you look at their defense. They have a great defense. Joey Bosa, I mean, from Ohio State. I thought he was going to be a bust, actually. Casey Hayward was like the second best corner Casey in Hayward's football. Casey Hayward's a great corner. So I, I, I really think that this defense is going to be high-powered. And then coming in second, I'm probably going to have to go with the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Gruden's a great coach, and I think, I think that Derek Carr is going to have a comeback here, Amari Cooper, all those guys. And uh, Marshawn Lynch, he's a serviceable running back, and I, I don't think that anybody's going to be really great except for the Chargers in this, in this division. Uh, Chiefs and Broncos, Chiefs I think are going to take a step back. I need another year from, uh, from Patrick Mahomes. They lost Matt Nagy. And I just want to see what Patrick Mahomes is made of. I didn't see much of it last year. And the Broncos, I have them in last, unfortunately. Uh my predictions, I totally 100% agree with you with the Chargers. After starting out 0-4 last year, they finished off the year 9-3 and and just barely missed the playoffs. But Phillip Rivers, I love what I love Phillip Rivers. I always have. He's a super talented quarterback who's never really had a team around him since he was young back in 06. But now they got a great defense. They got Joey Bosa, who's just going to be on the rise. He's a young player. Casey Hayward, great. Uh, Melvin Gordon, who's always been a, been a great running back. He's still young. He's good still great. Core. And they got Keenan Allen with a great offensive line. I really like this Chargers team. I love what Anthony Lynn is doing. They're going to come in first. In second place, I'm going to say is the Denver Broncos. I know last year they had a bad year. Part of that was because they really didn't have a quarterback. Case Keenum is a step up, I think. Obviously, he was a 
uh, in a very like a system QB in Minnesota, but it was under defensive head coach in Mike Zimmer, and we saw Case Keenum made some very accurate passes with Minnesota last year, and now he's going to be in Denver. But the main reason isn't because of him. It's because you got Von Miller on one end who's going to be getting all the attention on defense, and on the other, it's Bradley Chubb. And I, I really like Bradley Chubb. I think this Denver defense is going to be great. They're going to come in second. And third... I'm going to say it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs because with Andy Reid, he's one of the best offensive uh, – he's, uh, he's one of the best regular season head coaches in NFL history. He has a better win percentage than guys like Bill Walsh. He has a better win percentage in the regular <clears> season <throat> than many other legendary coaches. I just think Andy Reid – I don't love Mahomes as much as other people do, but we saw it. This team just won the division last year. I don't think they're going to come in last. And then I think the Raiders will round up the division just because I don't really – no with them. I, I just think they're going to come in last in that division. Let's move on to the AFC East with the New England Patriots, uh, the Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, and Buffalo Bills. BB, what do you think about this division? All right, well, Patriots are going to get first because they get first every year. They've got Tom Brady, who a lot of people think is the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't, but he's a great quarterback nonetheless. They've, he's got, uh, they've got Gronk. They've got uh, Edelman's going to be back finally. And, and they've always had a, a pretty solid defense. And uh, in second, I'm, I'm honestly going to have to go with the Jets. I think they're taking a step up. They did lose Muhammad Wilkerson. But uh, last year, everyone thought they were like an 0-16 team. They went 6-10. and they're not, they're not a bad team, and they're getting better. And I think Sam Darnold is – I don't know right now, but at USC, I saw, I saw that he could be a future star in the NFL. Um, so I, I really think that they'll be good. Um, for me, I'm going to say that the New England Patriots are going to take the division – I think they will have a bit of a step down in the regular season because their personnel is much worse than last year. But with Tom Brady, with Belichick, they have absolutely owned this division. They haven't lost it since 2008 when Brady was hurt all season. But uh, the New England Patriots will once again win the division at probably about 10-6, and 11-5. Coming in second, I agree it's going to be the New York Jets. Everyone's saying it's going to be the Dolphins, it's going to be the Bills. But I really like what the Jets are doing. I like Todd Bowles a lot as a head coach. Their defense looked pretty good last year. And now they got their quarterback in Sam Donald. I don't know if Sam Donald's going to be great his first year in the league, especially since he's going to have problems with throwing interceptions. But... He will definitely fix that problem, but I think still in the first year, it's still a step up at quarterback, and their defense I think is going to be pretty good. I think they'll come in around 8-8 eight and eight or so. And, uh, coming in third, I'm going to say is the uh, Buffalo Bills because the Buffalo Bills picked up uh, Josh Allen, who he's a pretty serviceable quarterback. I'm not a huge fan. They did lose Tyrod Taylor, however, but another pick that no one's talking about with the Buffalo Bills is Tremaine Edmonds, a linebacker, the best linebacker in the entire draft. Uh, they got him with the 13th overall pick, which was an absolute steal. He was supposed to go in the top 10. I really like that pick. From uh, He was from Virginia Tech, great linebacker. And then uh, rounding up the division I, uh, is the Miami Dolphins. I just am not a fan of them at all. BB, what are your thoughts on the rest of the division? Yeah, I, I, I agree that you have the Bills at 3 and the Dolphins at 4. However, I, I, I'm going to make a bit of a, a maybe unpopular uh assertion here and I think that this is the year that LaShawn McCoy goes down the toilet I think he's gonna he, he's gonna go down like much like Adrian Peterson did and um I I think his prime is over and I, I I think that's really gonna hurt the Bills because they were relying on him and he was one of the few guys that that leaves his original team as a running back one of the few running backs that leaves his original team goes to another team and still does pretty well but I think at this point he's he's uh outused his time 
and I think that uh, he's not going to be too good. But I, I do like the direction that the Bills are going in generally. Yeah, no, I agree with you about LaShawn McCoy. I really think last year was the year because he didn't have a great year last year either. But, yeah, LaShawn McCoy is definitely going on the pipe. He's not going to have any year like he used to be. Now let's move on to the NFC. We're going to start with the NFC North. Uh, in the NFC North, we got the Bears, we got the Packers, we got the Vikings, and we also got the Lions in that division. My thoughts on this division, I think first place will be the Minnesota Vikings. Their defense is absolutely stacked. The best defense in football, least yards allowed, least points allowed. Uh, they were just a great team all year. Now they got Kirk Cousins at quarterback. I really like Mike Zimmer as a head coach. I think the Vikings will take the division once again. I think second place is going to be the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers back Uh if he's healthy, which he probably will be, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. I think the Packers will come in second. Uh, third place, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. I like what they're doing with this offense. Uh, I like Trubisky. They finally got a receiver in Allen, in Allen Robinson. They got a defense. Uh, I think the Chicago Bears will have a pretty good year, maybe at about 7-9. and nine. And then uh, the Lions in last because besides Matt Stafford, I don't really like what the Lions have right now. Yeah, okay, so I'm, I, my, my list varies a little bit from yours. I obviously have the Vikings at one, but I don't think the Vikings are going to have the year that they had last year. Because last year, as Colin Coward pointed out, they had a very rare situation. Mike Zimmer kind of got lucky, in which their whole defense stayed healthy throughout the year. And everyone, Harrison Smith, Everson Griffin, they, they had a healthy defense throughout the year. And I think that's what really propelled them to be one of the better teams in the NFL. But one thing about the Minnesota Vikings defense... It's so there are so many guys. It has so much depth. So they lose one guy. They're still great defense. They got Harrison Smith. They got Trey Waynes on one side. They got uh, Xavier Rhodes on the other. They have Anderson Sandejo. They got Everson Griffin. They have um, that linebacker. They got Anthony Barr. There are just so many guys on that defense that is stacked. So they you lose one guy, you still have this whole defense. So I can't agree with what you're saying or what Coward's saying about that defense unless like. Three or four people get hurt, and at quarterback, it's just an upgrade from Case Keenum to Kirk Cousins. Right, but Kirk, I don't, I don't trust Kirk Cousins enough. I think Case Keenum was a lot more. I, I would trust Case Keenum more than I would trust Kirk Cousins, and that's not to say that Kirk Cousins isn't a better quarterback than Case Keenum because he is. But I, 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 I don't think it's that big of a step up. Uh, anyways, to continue the division, I have to go with my Chicago Bears at number two. Last year. We, we had one of the better defenses in the NFL. We added Roquan Smith, although there is a contract hold out there, but I think he'll, it'll get d- dealt with before the season starts, and he's a fast learner. He led Georgia. And uh, Trubisky finally got targets. Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, Kevin White's coming back, Trey Burton uh, from, from Philadelphia, who just won the, the Super Bowl, obviously. And then uh, in third, I guess I'll have to go with the Packers, even though I hate to say it. Uh, Packers... Every, every year, everyone says they're going to be really good. I don't see it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, obviously great quarterback. They added Muhammad Wilkerson on defense. But besides that, I, I, I don't see a lot from them. And then the Lions in last, they have a good offense, but they don't have a great off. They have weapons on offense, but they don't have a great offensive line. They have, like, they have a pretty bad offensive line. They have really good receivers. They have a good quarterback. They've stacked, like, a ton of running backs and, and they don't know what they're doing with each, with each one of them. And then on defense, I mean, you got Darius Slay, but that's pretty much it. 
Okay, so let's move on to the NFC South. And there we got the New Orleans Saints, the Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This division had three teams from the division make the playoffs last year. So obviously a lot of action going on there. I'm going to say in first, I think the New Orleans Saints will take the division. I think they got the most talent throughout. Uh, They got Sean Payton, who's a very uh, good offensive-minded head coach with Drew Brees in the back. Uh, I think in second will be the Atlanta Falcons. Um, The Falcons... Uh, we'll probably have a year similar to last year. They'll probably go about nine and seven, ten and six. I don't love what they're doing. We've got all the drama with Julio Jones. Distractions obviously are never good, but I don't love the Carolina Panthers this year. I think they'll go uh, maybe about seven and nine. They're good every other year pretty much, and I just they haven't made any improvements. They lost Kirk Coleman, who went to their division rival, the New Orleans Saints, and then uh, rounding up the division will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just don't see it at all with them. Yeah, Buccaneers are terrible. Uh, but I'm going to have to go with the Saints at number one, obviously. Uh, I, not much disputing here. I think I, while there's other good teams in the division, the Saints uh, rounded out. They're well they, – they're, they, wherever the game goes, they can, they can play. And uh, they've got the run game. They've got the pass game. They've got Drew Brees, obviously. And uh, on defense, they can, they can hang. And uh, I'm probably going to have to go in second with the Carolina Panthers. I do see it this year. And uh, I'm going to tell you why. Cam Newton, I think he's going to be back. He's finally back from his MVP year, I think. I think he, he's been in recovering stages, and a lot, a lot of people say he's inconsistent. He is, but I think he's going to have another really good year this year. And uh, you've still got Luke Keekley on defense. You've got Kelvin Benjamin. You've got McCaffrey. Kelvin White. Benjamin's on the Buffalo Bills now. Right. But they do have Devin Funchess. They just got DJ Moore from Maryland, the best receiver in the draft, uh, which some people are saying could. Best receiver in the draft, really. Calvin Ridley. Uh, well, DJ Moore was picked before Calvin Ridley, but... I'd go with Ridley. Okay. But anyways, sorry, we're just splitting hairs. Um, and then, I'm Falcons in third. Falcons are going to be fine, and then the Buccaneers are just... I think they're going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. Okay, so let's move on to the NFC East. And there we got the defending Super Bowl champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. We got the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, and we have the Washington Redskins. The NFC East is a very interesting division. A lot of people will originally say the Philadelphia Eagles are definitely going to take this division. However, it hasn't happened since 2004 where a team in this division repeated twice, winning it back-to-back. Last year, everyone was saying, oh, it's going to be Dallas, it's going to be the Cowboys. They didn't win the division. They didn't even make the playoffs. So in this division, who do you think is going to win it? Do you think the Eagles will repeat winning the division? The Eagles are going to repeat, and I don't think it will be that close. I mean, they last year they maybe had the best defense in the NFL. It, definitely up there. And Carson Wentz is back. He was having a great season. I don't think he's going to be able to repeat what he did last season because I think that they're going to be doing a lot of tape on him this offseason defenses and they're going to be a little bit more ready for him but I still think he's an outstanding talent and he can only be contained not stopped fully and second probably the Cowboys I mean I don't have much to say about this Cowboys team I mean they, they're going to be good they're going to be seven and nine eight and eight but they're I, I don't see much out of them the I don't like the way they handled the Des Bryant situation honestly and uh, Dak Prescott, he's serviceable, but I, I don't see him uh, taking that next step this year. And then the Redskins in third lost Kirk Cousins. Not much else to say. 
but they got Alex Smith, who I think is actually a step up from Kirk Cousins. Oh, really? I, 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 I wouldn't I, say so. I really like Alex Smith. He's very. He's been a very good quarterback. I mean, not a very good quarterback, but I think he's been an underrated quarterback his whole career. He's always had a chip on his shoulder. Uh, I, I like Alex Smith, and I kind of like this move by the Washington Redskins. He's not as young as Cousins, but for right now, I think he's a better quarterback since he has more playoff experience. I like Alex Smith a lot, but uh, keep going on. Yeah, and then rounding out the division, New York Giants. We talked about them earlier in this podcast. I I think that they – I don't like we, – we both agree that we didn't really like the Saquon Barkley thing, although I think he might have a solid year. He'll be good he's – a, he's a very talented player, but I don't see a running back making that team, and uh, they're not going to be good. I'm 4-12 and 12 maybe. Uh, okay, so for my picks for this division, I do agree with you. I think the Eagles will repeat and win the division, even though it hasn't happened since 2004. But I think that will change this year with the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz, a great defense. They didn't lose anybody too important. I'm going to say Philadelphia wins the division. In second place, uh, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys. I think they could uh, potentially make it back to the playoffs this year. I really like Dallas. Uh, Dak Prescott, he's a great leader. He's not the best quarterback in the world, but now Ezekiel Elliott's back. He doesn't have to worry. No suspensions to worry about. I think he will be as good probably as he was maybe his rookie year. Maybe not as good, but he will be better than he was last year um, in that division. We also got uh, in third place, I'm going to say it's going to be the New York Football Giants. I think they'll be around. Uh, I don't think they'll make the playoffs like everyone's saying. They'll probably be around 7-9, Everyone knows they're going to make a step up this year. Odell's healthy now. Um, they got Eli Manning, who's a He's not a great quarterback, we could all admit, but they do have another piece in Saquon now. Uh, and then in fourth place, running out the division, Washington Redskins. I like them. I just don't see them winning that many games to uh, not come in last in this division. So let's move on to the NFC West, our final division. We got uh, the L.A. Rams, who just came off a huge year, huge step up with Sean McVay. We got the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo. They just got Richard Sherman. Uh, more on with to that. Uh, we also have the Arizona Cardinals, who just got Sam Bradford. They also drafted Josh Rosen. And the Seattle Seahawks, who, uh, of course, have Russell Wilson. So what do you think is going to happen in this division? I think that it's going to be a repeat. Rams are going to win this division, and I, I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year because I don't know if we mentioned it earlier in this podcast, but they have the hardest schedule in the NFL. But I do think they're going to be really good. Jared Goff, I mean, he, he, he get, he's been getting better and better and better. And uh, the defense, they stacked a bunch of super, super talented players. Akib Tlaib, guys like that. And I, I really think that they're, they're going to be really good this year. And maybe not as good as last year because of the hard schedule, but they'll be really good. On to the next one. I'm, I'm going to have to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo came in last year, turned them around. Jimmy Garoppolo is an extremely talented quarterback. And I don't want to overuse that word, but he is so good. And uh, I, I think that they're going to be good because, I mean, he's leading them, and he led them well last year. And uh, in third, I'll probably have to go with the Seattle Seahawks. You can always expect a solid year from Russell Wilson. But at this point, they don't, they don't have what they used to on defense or, honestly, on offense in terms of weapons. No more Jimmy Graham. And Cardinals in last. Cardinals are, do have stuff to look forward to. David Johnson's still pretty young. And I think he'll have another great year. But Josh Rosen, uh, they, they need to wait for him to develop and get really good. Uh, my predictions on the division, I have an unpopular opinion. I do not think the Rams will repeat. And I think that the San Francisco 49ers will take the division this year. Because, look, Jimmy Garoppolo comes in 
uh, to a team that has one win. He goes 5-0 the rest of the season, and everyone was saying the San Francisco 49ers look great. Their offensive line has improved. They just picked in the first round with the 8th overall pick, Mike McGlinchey, great offensive line from Notre Dame. They also got a star cornerback in Richard Sherman, still a top cornerback in the NFL. Their team is only improving. They have Kyle Shanahan, who's a great offensive-minded coach, who's going to develop Garoppolo. Garoppolo's in a perfect situation here in San Francisco. I really like this 49ers team. I think with a last-place schedule, they will win the division this year um, with a terrific record. I think San Francisco and Garoppolo will prove how good he is. Uh, coming in second, I think, will be the L.A. Rams. I just uh, look look at some of the teams that the Rams have to play. Let's just look at this. they got to play teams like the Philadelphia Eagles. they got to play at San Francisco. They play them another time in the regular season since they're in the same division. They have to play Minnesota. they got to play the Chargers. they got to play the Saints. they got to play many other teams. they got to play at Seattle. they got to play the Green Bay Packers, the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I just don't know with this Rams. Their schedule is just so hard. I don't see them winning enough games to repeat the division while the San Francisco 49ers have one of the easiest schedules in football. So I'm going to say the Rams do not win the division. They come in second place. Uh, And third, I think, is going to be the Seattle Seahawks. We all know there's all this controversy, Earl Thomas, but with Russell Wilson at quarterback... Uh, you you never never doubt Russell Wilson at quarterback. Never doubt Pete Carroll. They still have Bobby Wagner. I think the Seahawks will come in third, and then in the, uh, coming in last will be the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, for the future, they have stuff to look forward to with the best quarterback in this draft and Josh Rosen. However, I just don't see them winning right now. Uh, so that's our predictions for the regular season. Now for the playoff predictions, what do you think the two wild card teams will be in the AFC? Uh, I'm going to say, well, my division winners in the AFC were the Pittsburgh Steelers, the uh, New England Patriots, we had the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Houston Texans. I'm going to say the two div- uh, wild card winners uh, will be the Denver Broncos. I think we'll make a playoff appearance this year. I think they will be back in the playoffs for the first time since winning the Super Bowl back in 2015. And I think the other team that will make the playoffs is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think their defense will be good enough to get them back into the playoffs. BB, what do you think? I'm going to have to agree with the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I'm I'm, I'm going to throw the Raiders in there. I think I, I really think with Gruden that they're going to get the job done. Derek Carr's insane, um, and I think he will have a comeback year, as I said earlier. So you think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to miss the playoffs, huh? I do. That's interesting. All right, let's move on to the NFC. My two wildcard teams. First, I'll read off my division winners, and then we'll get to the wild card. I have the Minnesota Vikings, the San Francisco 49ers. We have the New Orleans Saints, and in the NFC East, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. My division, or my wildcard teams, will be the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys. BB, what do you think? <laughs> Uh, well, I've got, I've obviously got my uh, Chicago Bears in there. I think that they can, I think that they can squeeze a wild card spot. And I also have the the Carolina Panthers in that in that uh, conversation as well. Okay, good to know. Now let's move on to the playoffs. Uh, well, first let's talk about regular season awards, MVP candidates. I think that this year's MVP will indeed be the guy that was the backup for last year's MVP, Tom Brady, and his backup, we all know, was Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he will prove with uh, 13 wins in the regular season, he's going to have a year like Carson Wentz did last year, except I don't, oh, might not get injured. I'm going to say Jimmy Garoppolo gets it done, wins the MVP in the regular season. What do you think will be the MVP, BB? Uh... <sighs> I'm going to have to go with Jared Goff, and I know that he's going to be facing really tough defenses, but I think Jared Goff is supremely talented. He has targets, and he just gets better and better each year. 
Jared Goff's going to win MVP. So we both got quarterbacks from the NFC West winning MVP. Now let's go on to the playoffs. Uh, AFC Championship and NFC Championship matchups. I'm going to say the AFC Championship will be the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they will make it to the AFC Championship. And then uh, the other team that they're going to be playing against is going to be the New England Patriots with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. I think they'll make it back to the AFC Championship. NFC Championship, I'm going to say, is going to be the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think those will be the matchups in the NFC and the AFC championships. Uh, winners go to the Super Bowl. BB, what do you think will be the AFC and NFC uh, champion matchups? All right, for the AFC, I have to go with the New England Patriots. I, they're the obvious choice every year for, for at least one of the NFC spots. And then the second, I think that they are going to face the Houston Texans. I like the Houston Texans, as I, as I mentioned before. And I think Deshaun Watson is going to be really good. I think he'll even maybe be a, a candidate for MVP. Although he has, he I think he throws too many interceptions, so he's he's going to miss out uh, in that respect. And then I think it's going to be Eagles Vikings in the NFC. So a rematch in the NFC Championship. Interesting point, BB. Let's move on to the Super Bowl. Uh, my my uh, Super Bowl matchup. Uh, I'm not going to go with the New England Patriots this year. The last time that a uh, team has made it to the Super Bowl three years in a row was the Buffalo Bills in the early 1990s. I don't know if the Patriots could do it again with a 41-year-old Tom Brady, a quarterback with not as good of his defense nearly as the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they will make it to the Super Bowl for the first time since 1994. Phillip Rivers will make his first Super Bowl appearance with a great defense, finally. And in the NFC, I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. I think their defense will get them there and make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, who do you think will be the Super Bowl matchup of 2018? All right, I think that the Texans versus Patriots game is going to be really good in the AFC, but I gotta go with the Patriots. I think it's gonna be a learning opportunity for Deshaun Watson and that young Texans team. They're gonna be back uh, the following year, but I think the Patriots have one more year left in them, and I think they're gonna go head-to-head with the Minnesota Vikings. This time, the, Mikey, the Vikings top that Eagles team, and, and I think we can agree that they got they got better uh, over the offseason, and I do, I do worry about their injuries, but barring any injuries, I think that the Vikings are gonna be really good, and I think that, are we gonna do the winners? Yeah, so who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl, BB? Are we going to have the same Super Bowl winner? Because I'm going to say the Minnesota Vikings, that defense is going to is going to give the Chargers problems all day. I think Everson Griffin will win Super Bowl MVP, just like Von Miller did to Cam Newton. I think Phillip Rivers will have problems just like that. I'm going to say the Minnesota Vikings win the Super Bowl for the first time in their history. What I, do you think? I can't get on board with that. I'm going to have to go with the New England Patriots. I, like I said, one more year left of, of Tom Brady's dominance in the NFL, and then I think the young guys are going to take over. But I think this is the Patriots' year, and I think they're going to win one more, and, and, and then that'll be it for their run. But I, I think it'll be a good game against a, a t- really tough Vikings defense. Uh, okay, thank you listeners for listening in to the Overtime Central Podcast. I'm joined with B.B. Raffleson from the Crunch Time Podcast. That's uh, We're all out of time for today. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. I'm David Dolgan, Overtime Central Podcast. Have a nice day. Thank you, listeners.